I'm Timothy Martin, GFOA Senior Manager for Member Engagement. Today's topic is the Budget Document and Beyond. The webinar is coming up on September 17th. And joining us to give you more insight is Chris Morrill, GFOA's Executive Director, and John Fishbein, Senior Program Manager in GFOA's Technical Services Center. Chris, I'll start with you. First of all, talk about the importance of budgeting. You know, for a local government, um, the budget is really the foundational document about its policy, um, because how um, a government chooses to to allocate its limited resources uh, say a lot about that government and what its priorities are, and hopefully it's responding to what its community members need. So, so for GFOA, um, you know the, how you prepare the budget, um, what the budget communicates, uh, the transparency through the process. Has, has been a critical uh, thing for GFOA for many, many years. Um, and so I'm excited about the next steps with this. And, and how does GFOA's awards program support what you're talking about? So when, when we developed the awards program, it was really to first to recognize those governments who did a really good job about um, preparing their, their, their budget, because the budget is such a critical communication tool. And we believe that a a good budget process and good budget information actually helps to build trust with your community members. And so uh, we developed the award programs to recognize that. And also we hoped um, by, by displaying this, these uh, model approaches to local government budgeting that we would get more participation and we would see communities um, adopt some of these best practices that were developed. So talk about this training that's coming up in September. And so um, it's been about 10 years since we really looked at um, uh, the budget awards criteria, which is the foundational piece of that is the, our budgeting best practices developed by our members. And so um, we realized that in the past decade, there's been a lot of changes in terms or a lot of progression in terms of technology um, particularly with the way technology is used today during during these current challenging times. But the way technology is used, how you can display information. There's some cities that actually develop gaming um, approaches to budgeting to get citizen input. And so we thought it was important that right now, um, unlike 20 years ago, the, it's not necessarily a, a printed document that is the, uh, the outcome, but it's really a process and then a series of documents to to, to um, get across the policy priorities of your government. And so um, you know, John and his, with a team of GFOA members, re-looked at that to update the criteria to reflect those changes. Let's bring in John now. John, can you briefly talk about the process for the revisions? Uh, yes. Uh, Chris briefly alluded to the process. We had 17 uh, task force members, and uh, we threw out a lot of ideas that have uh, a lot of emails back and forth and had a couple of conference calls. And we came to a, a good agreement on where the criteria were should be headed. And uh, I'm very pleased with the results of uh, what we came up with. And, and summarize the changes in the criteria for us, John. Okay, uh, sure. One of the key things we're looking at is to make uh, the uh, – budget program a little bit more process-oriented and a little bit more outside the traditional budget document. So briefly summarizing uh, the changes, the table of contents can now refer to items outside the budget document. A strategic planning will be mandatory and the process should be identified. Uh, the short-term factors and priority and issues are going to be combined. 
A budget overview should include some uh, summarization of changes between the proposed and adapted budget. The organization chart uh, could consider how the structure helps to achieve the mission. Financial policies should note whether the budget complies with relevant financial policies. The budget process, uh, not only including uh, the citizens' involvement, we all should, should be addressing legal level of budget control. The three-year financial schedule is no longer mandatory. Long-range operating financial plans should consider unfunded liabilities and go beyond just the general fund. The capital program and operating impact of capital, those two uh, criteria are now going to be combined. The capital program should identify the process of choosing funded projects. Debt should include the bond ratings, debt to maturity schedules, and the purpose of obligations. Performance measures will now be mandatory. Um, and the last criteria that relates to understandability and usability will encourage governments to use other forms of communication besides just the budget document. And this may include videos, social media, podcasts, kind of what we're doing today. And governments should also be aware of uh, ADA requirements when they're putting together or publishing financial documents. And talk about how you're going to implement this. Well, what we're going to do is going to be effective for governments that begin their budgets on January 1st, uh, 2021. Governments will not be penalized uh, for the first year that they submit in terms of uh, this new criteria. So if a government is new to the program, or even if they've been in the program uh, you know, for over 30 years, that we're gonna allow them a one year of flexibility to allow them uh, to understand the criteria and to submit that the best they can. Uh, we will be posting the revised criteria on our newly revamped budget awards website right after Labor Day. Uh, we list the current winners, award winners on our website, along with their award-winning documents. And we're going to be doing a couple of additional training to support uh, the change in the criteria. We're going to have eight different specific training sessions between October 1st of uh, this year and March 31st of next year. And also we're going to be having a publication that will help support the new criteria and uh, allow governments to look at, at examples that kind of support the new criteria. All right. Sounds good, John. Thanks for all that information. Let's bring in Chris as we wrap this up. Chris, it looks like we're really modernizing the budget program. What else is happening? Yeah. So while um, John and uh, his task force work was really on how you uh, prepare and um, communicate the budget to, uh, to your community members, we've actually decided to do an even larger initiative, um, which we're calling Rethinking Budgeting in 2020 and Beyond where we're looking at how budgets are actually prepared um, and, and really uh, looking at best practices because we see, as I mentioned earlier, that the budget is really that foundational document to build trust. So based on our work and research and financial foundations for thriving communities uh, and the five leadership pillars, we're going to look at budgeting through those uh, pillars and see how we can provide our members tools and resources and research to, um, so that they can have those to improve their whole approach to budgeting um, because it, it is so critical, especially in these days when uh, governments have so many challenges and you know, with some of the unrest that's going on out there, building trust and doing that through resource allocation um, that, that takes into account 
all community members' needs um, really is more critical than ever. All right. Well, thanks to you, Chris and John, for joining us. If you'd like to register for the Budget Document and Beyond webinar, you can visit our website, gfoa.org. Click on the events calendar. We'll also include a link in this podcast description. I'm Timothy Martin. Thanks for listening.